You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show where two's company and three's a crowd. I'm Sam. <laughs> I'm Cody. And that's it. Yeah. Just Sam and Cody this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news for you, as always. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out this week. Cody? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put uh, you on the spot. Yeah. Where do we want to start? Because we have two things that we both checked out. That we out. both checked out. Yeah. You know what? Let's go ahead and do that. Let's, okay. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about Kirby first. Um, so the Nintendo game Kirby Star Allies was released last Friday, and the newest in the long-standing franchise of Pink Inhaling Man. Yeah, the little marshmallow boy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, picked it up, and it's really fun. I really enjoy it. I've I've been I've been play, kind of blasting through it, which you kind of do with a Kirby game because they're incredibly easy. Oh yeah, it's it's not difficult. Which I I would never fault a Kirby game for not being difficult. That's no, not what it's about. No, and I mean Kirby games, they're not difficult. I wouldn't say they're like just strictly for kids because they're all ages. It's like the definition of all ages game. It's yeah. just the the difficulty is low enough to where it's like you're never going to play it and get mad at playing a Kirby game. And the, I mean, the controls are complex enough. Every yeah, oh yeah. Every power up you get has like a whole series of special moves you can do with it. Oh, like, you're basically like uh, uh, Smash Brothers Kirby. Yeah. At points, you know, with the tilt moves and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. So what's the, uh, what's the story this time with Kirby? Because uh, there's always like a very bare bones kind of story, yeah. but there is one. There's like some, e- what's some evil heart in space breaks and makes bad guys happen i guess That's yeah all I, and there's like some sort of group of wizards or something that are trying to get these hearts mm-hmm. i don't know that's as far as i've gotten story-wise i think i'm only like a couple levels further in it than you are okay yeah it's fun it's uh again the it's the barest of like story plot lines but the mechanics are interesting and they always Kirby games, I always like to add something new. Yeah, there's always a twist. Yeah, and this twist is you can um, kind of befriend or ensnare like enemy, certain enemy types that would normally give you a power up if you inhale the the character and actually turn them into like your a four party kind of team. Yeah, and sometimes they can be AI controlled or uh, you can actually do. Um, you can player pig- controlled. You can, but- yeah. The other other person can play as them, and also you can piggyback on them to take control of them. Oh yeah. See, I've, I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, cool. But uh, but it's fun. The AI on the um, team members, I guess, is uh, smart for the most part. It's a little frustrating when it comes to if you're trying to pick up an ability for yourself. A lot of times, the team will kind of attack it super quick. That, and they make the game even easier. They make it really easy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very true. And it's kind of like it really takes the wind out of your sails when they get the final hit on like a boss. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you d- good job. You know, I would have <laughs> liked to have done that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very true. That is very true. But uh, they, but they almost play the game for you. 
at points. A little too much. Yeah, at points. The areas where like they split like the level and like into teams of two and they have See, to kind no, that's, of that's that's smart. I like that. And I wish it did that more. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you there. That's interesting level design mm-hmm. and makes good use of the gimmick. Yeah. And there are a couple of uh, power-ups um, or team members, I guess you can use them either or, that are kind of unique to this game. Like this is, I think this is like the first time you can get the uh, paintbrush. Yeah, and that one's one. very cool. I like that one a lot. And the, and the cook one, because they're the cook one uh, just flat doesn't fight if yeah. he's your team member. He just spits out uh, health that every once in a while. That one has been in Kirby before, but it's mm-hmm. been... It's been gone for a while, and now it's back. Really? And yeah. that's, that seems to be kind of a theme for this game, because they're uh, a lot of the uh, collectibles, because Kirby games are always huge, like, collectible, collectathons. A lot of the collectibles are, like, puzzle pieces to make, like, pictures that reference back to the previous games. I think I've completed two out of the what a, however many puzzles there are. I think there's, like, five or six or whatever. Yeah. And they're all done by different... Uh, mm-hmm. Japanese artists, I guess. I don't recognize any of them, but I don't. That's not really that's a thing yeah. I pay attention to. But it's cool that it's it's different artists' take on Kirby. Yeah, it's really cool, and I like any game, any game that will reference Kirby sixty four <laughs> is a good game to me. And this game references it in multiple ways. Of uh, the other thing, the other mechanic that has come back is the um, kind of mixing of abilities uh very which was very much like kirby 64 uh in this one if you have like the sword ability and one of your teammates has like fire powers or whatever they'll breathe on your sword and the f- it'll turn into a fire sword yeah, now you got you fire swap sword. It. yeah and that's really cool that's a really really neat mechanic or if I like one, that a lot. one person has water power and the other has ice you can turn into a curling stone and yes, blast I, through the stage i like that one a lot as well um some of them are a little are a little repetitive the um um, like the fighter and the um, rhino beetle power are the same thing. They just pick up your teammate and throw them. Yeah. That's all it is. But I'm having fun with it. Uh, I get mad at video games very easily. And because of that, I immensely enjoy Kirby because you will <laughs> never make you mad. <laughs> ever get mad at playing Kirby ever. I, I was really into it in the first, two worlds maybe but now that i'm into the third one it's starting to drag a little bit i think they've run out of things to do yeah it might get better i might just be in a in a in the doldrums of it i don't know yeah now i will say i'm kind of starting to get there as well i'm going to finish the game i'm going to 100 percent it because i'm a maniac and i'll uh, i do that but like it's going to need something at the final level. Again, like Kirby 64. Do you, did you ever play Kirby 64? Yeah, but I, I don't remember how it ends. Uh, if you get 100% of the little uh, black star shards, you have a boss beyond the final boss where you turn it, it turns into a, a railgun shooter, essentially. Oh, yeah, they do that a lot in Kirby games, actually. I think Robobot had something it turned into Star Fox at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was something very similar to that in um N64. Um and I'm hoping we get something like that here. There are some uh, like team up abilities that you get in the game as well that's pretty neat. Like um he gets basically the uh Kirby Air Ride like star that you can fly around on kinda. Yeah, sorta. that was that was kinda cool. I didn't change things enough. I Not enough, think. but it's it was different the fr- it was different enough the first time you jump onto it. It's like, oh hey, this is different. But then yeah, I I agree with that. 
I like the train. The, I was just going to bring up the train yeah. was was pretty clever. Run runs on constantly forward and runs up walls. The worst one is the one where it's the bridge, and then you have the one little guy that runs across. With yeah, the key then it, because then it's kind of a puzzle that's not yeah, hard. Yeah, it's <laughs> like they're trying to make a puzzle, but it's so so easy. You just yeah, there's uh, nothing to it. But yeah, you know, uh, I would. It's a lot for a Kirby game. It's it's a full price game. Yeah. Um. See, I didn't. I didn't pay. I game flight it because I didn't want to pay sixty dollars for it. Yeah, I'm a I'm a mark for Kirby games, and I don't have a ton of games for the Switch to begin with, so I figure I might as well get this one. Plus, Kirby games you can resell them for a pretty decent price. Well, yeah, first party so, Nintendo games never go down in price. Never, they never go down. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'd say I'd still say pick it up. There are enough uh, little things, and then there are bonus levels and bonus games outside of the main storyline. Yeah, th- that's another thing you always get with Kirby games is a decent amount mm-hmm. of uh, mini games alongside. And, and like all Kirby games, the v- quality of those games are uh, varying. Yeah. For yes, they vary widely. Also, it looks great. It's a really it good looks, looking game. It does look really, really good. This it's really is, crisp and clean. This is the first mm-hmm. high def Kirby game. That yeah. They've done, and it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the character designs on those bad get like the bad general magic, whatever they are. Whatever I don't know what they are yet, but they're yeah. re- they have really fun character designs that I like. Yeah, they're very cool. I um I actually kind of like how you can unlock like a little pagoda that gives you a uh, roulette for the special, like the name characters yeah, as your teammates. The, the legacy characters, I think is like what a businessman in a suit would call them. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've always liked King DDD. Yeah. He's always been my favorite Kirby character actually. Yeah. And I liked, I liked the boss battles with against those characters because they at least tried to do something a little different. With yeah. those characters. With the muscle arms DVD. Yeah, that was nuts. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's got that pile of like rotten fruit next to him. Mm-hmm. And he keeps throwing rotten fruit at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh they had that and then the uh the uh, uh Meta Knight fight was pretty that was pretty baller. That was pretty great. I enjoyed that quite a bit. I don't did the Waddle D have a boss fighter that no. did you just get that you one? You just get that one. Yeah. Okay cool i guess um it helped me realize why uh why kirby superstar is the best kirby game okay and it's because it is a series of small kirby games Mm. so by the time you get bored of what whatever the one game is doing you're done and it's a different one (laughs) gotcha okay that makes that makes sense that's what that's why that's the best one because it keeps it interesting the whole way through by switching it up so much gotcha yeah i guess i guess i can kind of see that i'm still i'm still enjoying the the story mode for now um i'm guessing i'm on the fourth world i think there's probably like five or six if i had to take a guess i think i read there's six six okay that's that seemed about right and uh, I like how they handle the map screen too, where you can move around. I like that a lot. Everywhere. There's there's hidden stuff in there every once in a while. You kind of you know cl- collect some extra stars or whatever. You know that's fun. That's cool. It's Kirby games are just about fun. You just kind of go and chill. It's not like there's any sup- anything super stressful or super pressing with them. You just kind of pop in, play a couple levels, and you pop back out. Eh, you know whatever. It's fun. But uh, but no. Anyway, uh, beyond that, the other thing that the both of us checked out. Uh, was the um, 
season opener for the uh, Ohio Roller Derby down in Columbus last weekend. And, oh boy, that was a blast. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It always is cool. I've mm-hmm. gone to a whole bunch of these, and they're, it's always a good time. Yeah. Um, I, I'll i be honest. I haven't been to as many roller derby matches, although I've been to a few. And it took me it took me a little bit to kind of remember the rules, like the scoring rules and stuff like that. That always kind of trips me a little bit. But, uh, no, it was a blast going down there. It was held at the Ohio Expo Center this year. Um, in the Ohio building, the Ohio which is building. like this little round. Yeah. It's usually where the butter cow is. Is right? it? Yeah, I think I that's where the butter cow is. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been to the state fair. Well, it's been a long time since they've had a, a band there that's worth seeing. Oh, yeah. That's the whole point of going to the state fair, at least you know for us. Yeah. Really. But, uh, but, but no, unless you want to see... Jeff Dunham and his racist puppet cavalcade. Yeah, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> I think I'm good. Which is part of the lineup again this year. Uh, why not? <laughs> I mean, play towards your audience, audience, I guess. I don't know. Go see Reba McIntyre and the racist puppet man. <sighs> Cousin Jeff, let me tell you. <laughs> no. Um, I always but, knew he wasn't right. Yeah. <laughs> No, anyway, uh, the roller derby uh, match was a lot of fun. It was they were playing. Um, was it Minneapolis? Was the team Minnesota? Minnesota, Minnesota, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in that that midwestern area. Yeah, but uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. The uh, the first game was a blowout. Oh yeah, Ohio. The, the all stars, the the main team, really just absolutely rocked them. By like a hundred points God, or something. Yeah, like a hundred. It's like hundred and fifty points. Like we knew after the first half, it was like, no, this is. I think I started messing around on my phone a little bit because like, <laughs> yeah. eh, there's, eh, I don't know how they're gonna come back from that. Yeah. But uh, but the second game was a lot closer, and unfortunately, the uh, the gangrene, the the kind of the development, kind of the you know, I don't want to say lower tier, but like the uh, the ones that don't play on the main team. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. It was a little closer. They didn't win, unfortunately, but it was the much better game, I thought. Yeah, it was more exciting because mm-hmm. it was close. They it was were... really close. Ohio kept catching back up and being like within four or five points from from taking the lead, and then the, it would go back and forth like that the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I will say about the whole setup in there, they need to figure out their, like, how to do lines and, like, for, like, tickets and things like that that was kind of a nightmare <laughs> trying to get into that place oh yeah um they had a will call line and uh buy your tickets at the door line and i didn't buy my tickets beforehand Neither i got did them I. there and i just walked right up and got tickets right away oh that's well the people in the will call line were like still waiting that's wild i came in i came in right as the game was starting so there i was like the peak line and it seemed at one point that both the will call and the it's like they had two lines and then they intersected and were oh, the same boy. line for a while and then split back apart <laughs> and it was oh, no. uh it was a nightmare trying to trying to get that and i never did get my big pretzel you didn't get that big pretzel i did have my uh my uh not so cheap hot dog <laughs> they were good hot dogs let me let me tell you delicious but uh, no. but the, the line for concessions most more often than not wrapped back and forth down that little room <laughs> forever. Yeah. I mean, it was St. Patrick's Day, so I'm sure it was a lot of people uh, beering it up. 
Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted my big pretzel, darn it. <laughs> uh, Love big pretzels. Yeah. Did uh did Samantha and was that that was Samantha's mom, right? Yeah, yeah. Did uh did they both enjoy the game? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Right on. Right on. That was the first time her mom had ever been to one. And really? She seemed to have a good time. Well, good. That's that's excellent. Yeah. So yay roller derby. Yay roller everybody, derby. Everybody has a good time. Go. Go check it out. Support your local roller derby team. Yeah, next game's in a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, it's April something. Uh, 7th. April 7th. 7th. Good. Yep. I was going to say, we probably should know that. If we're... Yep. Def- I'm definitely going back to the next one, for sure. I mean, Oh, yeah, we, pro- we probably will, too, depending yeah. on work schedules. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, it's... It's a lot of fun. I would definitely suggest anyone go and check out a roller derby game. It's um, it's a blast, and the rules, while they're it's a little non-standard to like most sports, they, they it do takes a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, job explaining it before the game starts. Yeah, yeah, they do a good job, and then in the the programs and the flyers, they have the descriptions of the rules, and you watch you watch it for about five minutes, and you go, oh, okay, I think I I think I get it. A lot of hard hits. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Those ladies are tough. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. In, in other check it out news, um, I've been playing Yakuza Six, okay. which is the newest Yakuza game that comes out sometime in April. I think mm-hmm. probably April seventh too. I don't know. Probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have a a review copy of it that I've been working my way through, mm-hmm. and. Not quite at the point where I want to write the review yet. Okay. But uh, I've played a good portion of it, and it's very good. Um, very similar to the other games where you walk around and beat people up on the street on the streets of uh, Tokyo. That's cool. Now I don't I don't have much of a background with the Yakuza games, but from the things that I've seen about this one, the last this one and actually the last uh, what was it? Zero or uh, Kwame or whatever. Yeah, well, Kwame was technically the last one that came out, but it was a remake of one. Ah, uh, okay. And Zero was the prequel to one. Gotcha, gotcha. That's not confusing at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it actually looks like the um to me the story is like almost secondary to like all of the crazy fun side quests that you do. Yeah, it really like there's so much other stuff you can do at any given time. Like, the story's always good and full of twists and turns. And it's and... always kind of serious and kind of... Yeah. For the most part. But, like, the side quests look like cr- just crazy dumb fun. Oh, they're all silly. Like, half the time it's a reference to an anime or mm-hmm. something else. Just entirely weird. Uh, like, one of the good ones in Yakuza 0 was there was a punk band that didn't know how to be punks. <laughs> and you had to kind of help them around along and help them learn how how they should act to make their band work. Oh, that's great. Because they're all just a bunch of nice boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I, ha- I haven't done a whole lot of side, side quests in uh, 6. Mm-hmm. Like, the two that I have done have seriously just been references to famous anime. Oh, really? There's one that was kind of like a, a Freaky Friday, your name kind of oh, thing really? where, where a boy and girl switch bodies. <laughs> wow, okay. And another one was a, just a direct reference to the girl who leapt through time. Oh, interesting. I've uh, uh, The one stream that I watched that Polygon did, there was one that they started that was basically just Neko Atsume. 
where you just go around as you're playing the game and you find cats to go to this cat cafe. Oh, yeah. You have to carry around different kinds of tuna yeah. so you can befriend the cats with the kind of tuna that they like. Right. And then they go into the cat cafe and you expand the, the cat cafe. Yeah. Which is an interesting sub-quest. Yeah. I also saw that, uh, was it Tekken... One of the Tekken no, games? Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter. That's what Virtual it is. Virtual Fighter, I think, 5? Okay, yeah. That, that, I, don't, I, I played think, that for a yeah. good bit, actually. I really? played all the way through it. Nice. Um, it's, it's a good Virtual Fighter. It's, and it's just like, in there in its entirety. Yeah, the arcade version. Yeah, that's awesome. There, there's Puyo Puyo in there, too. Cool. You can play that, which I don't I don't really care for Puyo Puyo. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of classic uh, Sega arcade games. There's Fantasy Zone and Outrun. Nice, nice. I think uh, I saw Outrun was was on there as yeah. well. So yeah, that's Space cool. Harrier. Cool, cool. And then there's just stuff like darts. You can play darts. <laughs> okay, right on. There's like you can do you can live chat with cam girls. <laughs> oh great! Which is awkward. Yeah, I I imagine. And it's it's real video of real women and there's a mini game where you, you tap the buttons to say the responses during the chat really yeah that's something and it's like equal parts like semi-pornographic yeah. and funny because the stuff going on <laughs> in the chat and like the fake people in the chat room are funny oh, okay um that is it's a weird feature to have that is yeah that is uh that is a weird one yeah yeah um, Did you hear about any any of that stuff about the um, how it was like accidentally leaked or something? Oh yeah, I heard about I heard about something, and I I don't follow like development stuff close enough to where I I catch like all the details. There was a there was yeah. a free demo that came out, but the demo was accidentally just the full game. Yeah, from what I have heard, it's like it's the 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 folks who were charged with like making the demo were just supposed to put like a a lock it's like easier to just put like a, a hard lock on this like story progression on the full game than actually chop out like whole sections of the game yeah and, and that way that. when you buy the whole game you don't have to download it again. yeah that too because it's like a pretty hefty download mm -hmm. so then they accidentally just put the one without the locks on it yeah so anybody who downloaded the demo within like this small window before they realized that they had done messed up mm -hmm. Got the whole game there for a little bit. Yeah. Now it's been um, it's been rolled back. From what I understand, as soon as you go online with it, like with that demo, it pretty much locks it out. Yeah. Well, but... and and the demo wasn't available there until just recently. They put it back up. Yeah. And uh, but the people who did get it, I've heard there were some people who like basically blew through the game for yeah. free. Yeah, or if you, if you just disconnect from the internet after you've downloaded, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah you I could guess you could do that too. Sure, through the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it doesn't. I don't think there's online functions really. You might be able to play some of the mini games mm -hmm. online. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> and that's kind of a bummer because you know the Yakuza games are pretty big over in Japan, but they're not. They're not huge over here, are they? They've been getting actually really. They've been getting bigger since Zero. Zero did really well. Right, but uh, but like they're not. They're they're still small enough to where this could really hurt the franchise. Yeah. Uh, on the American market, 
But at least that's the perception I see now. Then again, I don't follow this yeah, stuff super close. But it's, so. it's definitely been blowing up lately. You see yeah. a lot of, a lot of memes and whatnot, not and people talking about it more now than ever before. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely become part of the the video game consciousness more than it was before, which is good because they're fantastic games. Just like Monster, it's very similar with Monster Hunter. Right. Okay. Yeah. I. Yeah. That's yeah. a good comparison. Monster Hunter was not a big deal until recently. Mm. Until I think War. Well, the last DS one started picking it up a little bit. People started getting into it. I think then, but now yeah. that World has come out, it's really blown up. I think it's been a like a top seller for Capcom. Sure, and that's and that's great. Did you hear they're putting Dante into uh, Monster Hunter World? Yeah. Like. So the joke featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series is actually applicable in this game now. Well, they put Ryu in it too. Yeah, but his armor, is, I guess, is really bad. It's Aww. like it's like um, uh, low tier, like pre uh, finish the game, like and Sakura's in it as well. But and her Street pu- Fighter Five character. <laughs> but you can punch dragons. So. Yeah, and that that is yeah. pretty. I mean, yeah, that is <laughs> that is pretty cool. I mean, I'd like to punch a dragon. That I mean, just once. It's probably <laughs> the only chance I'd get. But you know, yeah. Um, I could talk about something real quick. Have I ever talked about Samurai Cop on the show? I I maybe. Maybe. Well, I'll talk about it again real quick for the new listeners. I don't I don't know. That we have. Uh, yeah, so uh yeah. For any new listeners that we have, hi. How you doing? Welcome to the show. I enjoy bad movies. Uh <laughs> and I will talk about them nonstop. And recently I rewatched um, one of my favorite bad movies, uh, Samurai Cop, which... Uh, is that the head on the piano one? That is the head on okay. the piano one, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, starring a guy named Matt Hannon, although that's not his real name, and Robert Zadar, which that is definitely that not is his real name. real name. No, it's not, actually. That's <laughs> not? Nope. His, uh, his, it's, his last name's Zadarsky. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The whole... The whole joke is at one convention, he took um, Chip Zdarsky, the comic writer and artist, aside and was so excited to meet another Zdarsky. And Chip had to break it to him that uh, that's a nom de plume. His real name's like Tom Smith or something like, like that. Jeff something it's like Jeff or something. Yeah, know. right. But uh, but no, anyway, uh, Samurai Cop is uh, a terrible uh, take on like a buddy cop movie. That's also like a kung fu action movie, kind of. Um, shot through the lens of um, this like uh, Armenian film director that didn't really understand, like loved American action films, but didn't understand how they worked. (laughs) So, and all of the dialogue was like, Oh, it sounds like it's been run through Google translate. Like there's just some (laughs) weird like sentence structure in there, but the, basically there's um, the Japanese Katana gang is trying to close in on all the other gangs in California city, I guess oh, Californiaville, Californiaville. And they, uh, the police department hires Joe Marshall, the samurai who is also a cop <laughs> to stop. Hence samurai. Cops. He's, he's a samurai cop. And, uh, did you know the Katana gang Katana means Japanese sword? <laughs> no that is an actually line from the movie. <laughs> that's a line. That's dialogue. Uh, that is supposed to be delivered with, with a straight face and um i've watched a lot of interviews with matt hannon uh, after the fact and with some of the other cast cast and crew after the fact and all of the actors in the film knew that it was terrible it was a bad movie they were working on they just figured they would do it and it would never be seen again 
Uh, unfortunately, it was. Or fortunately, <laughs> I guess it was. Um, but you can actually see where uh, the main character, Joe Marshall, is. Uh, he's like mugging at the camera. Or like you could see where the like the the hard cuts from like scene to scene, and you could see him like look over and kind of shrug over at the camera, like Jim <laughs> Halpert style from The Office. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite bits. Um, they they filmed the the film all the way. They shot the film all the way through, and he was told, "Okay, go and do whatever." Well, in the film, Joe Marshall has the, this long black hair. As soon as they stopped filming, the actor cut all of his hair off, and the director uh, Amir Shervan. Uh, contacted him like a week later saying, Hey, we need to pick up like shots and do like two weeks more of shooting. Cause I didn't shoot enough because I'm a bad director. <laughs> and he's like, okay, great. I cut all my hair off. So there are a lot of scenes where if Samurai cops were in like a ball cap with his long hair, that's a wig. <laughs> and that's not just any wig. That's a woman's wig. <laughs> in fact, there's a fight scene in which the wig falls clean off on screen and you see him pick it up and it cuts this movie was shot and it was supposed it's not supposed to be a comedy it's supposed to be a straight up action film like it was supposed to be shot like super straight and those are the best kind of bad movies are the ones where they don't like aren't like super like winky yeah. at the camera like like your sharknados i mean there's there's a certain level of fun to be had with the sharknado films but those are bad movies that were shot to be like, oh, look how bad we're being. Look how bad this is. Yeah, they're not genuine. Yeah, that's yeah. You need to be genuine to make your bad move to make a bad movie great. That's why the room is so good. That's why Birdemic. Have you ever seen Birdemic? Oh yeah, I've seen Birdemic. Oh my god, Birdemic is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always get Samurai Cop mixed up with Miami Connection because they both they're kind of tough. came out. Oh, the, the similar. Yeah, the uh, Miami Connection shot and set in Orlando because that's Miami uh, where the band dragon sound fights against the, the ninjas and their stupid drugs. My father. That's my father. (laughs) Okay. We need to take a break because otherwise we're just going to sit here and quote like Miami connection. So, uh, so let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at 122 West Rensselaer Street in downtown Bucyrus, 567-806-5364, and online at subcultureoh.com. A long, long time ago I can still remember How that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside The day the music died 
So bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye Singing, this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die Did you write the book of love and do
watched him on the stage My hands were clenched in fists of rage No angel born in hell Could break that Satan's spell And as the flames climbed high into the night To light the sacrificial rite I saw Satan laughing with delight The day the music died He was singing bye-bye Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die I met a girl who sang the blues And I asked her for some happy news But she just smiled and turned away I went down to the sacred store Where I'd heard the music years before But the man there said the music wouldn't play And in the streets the children screamed The lovers cried and the poets dreamed But not a word was spoken The church bells all were broken And the three men I admire most The Father, Son and the Holy Ghost They caught the last train for the coast The day the music died and they were singing Bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry And them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing, this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die they were singing Bye-bye, Miss American Pie Drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys Were drinking whiskey and rye Singing this'll be the day that I die Hey, welcome back to My Two Dads, the sequel. That was American Pie by Don McLean. <laughs> I like to think we're more like the weird uncle. We are the weird uncles, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two weird uncles. Let me tell you about comic books. I'm your weird uncle. Let's talk about Kirby for 20 minutes. Yeah. We're weird uncle comics and weird uncle video games. Yeah. That's us. That's the two of us. Now, when I was your age, we had two Castlevanias. Yeah. And we had to play them on our wood-hewn Game Boys. Yeah. And we had to crank while we're playing it. Steam and we, we only had eight bits, and we liked it. Yeah, that's right. Only eight. We had to count them, and they shifted around. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into a little bit of news here. Um, we couldn't touch the screens. That's just, we'd get fingerprints on them. Yeah, just smudge them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, first and foremost, there was a uh, new trailer that dropped for Deadpool 2. This was like a day or two ago, uh, and it's v- very much more of a uh, like a story uh, trailer instead of a, a you know the it's jokey ones. It's actually a legitimate trailer it's for an the film. Trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it looks 
looks really good. Yeah, looks like more good Deadpool stuff like the first movie. I'll be <laughs> honest, I was a little worried about Deadpool 2, just a tiny bit. I mean, I, it's a big uh, big act to follow. It's a, The first one was a really one good was movie. Great, and I was kind of worried that Fox would take like the wrong things from Deadpool 1 and like say, okay, we need to like... Everything cranked up to 11. Yeah. Oh, man. Super edgy. Super <laughs> extreme. Throw in all the money in the chimichanga jokes. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it is, I don't want to say restrained, but like it looks like it is on par, like wacky wise with Deadpool 1, which is perfect. That's like the sweet spot. It's really good. A lot of cool-looking new characters in there. Yes, they've added a lot of new characters, and we're getting almost all returning char- main characters as well, including um, Mohinder or Dopinder, Dopinder, the uh, the cab driver. Yeah. From and I that was a character I really didn't think was going to come back. And it's a, it's a very funny running gag to have him show up again. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah. And now he's like buddies with deadpool he's, he's like part of just part of the team basically yeah. yeah i um i like the x the explanation for x-force in this that is it's just deadpool like ripping off the x-men yeah. that's his whole idea of it that's really clever and really good domino looks rad domino looks super rad i didn't know terry cruz was in this film I was very I don't surprised think by that. anybody did till the trailer came out actually yeah that was a big old surprise uh, I'm not, I, th- I looked, we looked up the name of the character he's playing. The character's name is Bedlam. I'm sure it's a pre-established mutant, but I can't tell you what, I can't tell you anything about the character. Terry is very excited about this. Oh, I'm sure he is just <laughs> thrilled, you know, uh, honestly. Yeah. I mean, at this point he was going to end up a superhero in a superhero film somewhere, it's, he, he honestly deserves a bigger name than, than this, but <laughs> he he does. But I think his kind of the comedy that he brings to the table and like the like crazy like enthusiasm to everything he brings fits well within the Deadpool yeah movies. I think that's like a a good fit for him. I, again, I wish I wish he were uh, I wish he was uh, um what's his name the other black X Men from the future. Oh, I can't remember his name either, but I know who you're talking about. Uh, it's Cable's one of the ones from the future, which is in this film, and, and uh, Bishop. Yeah, Bishop. Bishop. Yep. That's the one. That is his name. Yeah. That <laughs> was right on the tip of my tongue, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I've watched those episodes of the animated series. I know who that is. For the future! <laughs> <laughs> yes, those are good episodes. But uh, but no, the trailer looks really good. I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead is back, and that's super rad. Um, there's a shot of Deadpool spinning around in Professor X's motorized chair, yeah, and that's that great. Was funny. Yeah, <laughs> everything looks good in this, and uh, I can't wait. I just I don't know what else to say about it. I yeah. just can't I'm, wait. I'm not a huge Deadpool fan, but I like the movies. I love the movies. The comics are okay. I can't stand any cosplayer at a convention dressed oh, up as yeah. a Deadpool. Yeah, I that, think that's the biggest problem for that's, me. That's what has shaded my image of Deadpool, unfortunately, is cosplayers being obnoxious. Because being Deadpool at a convention is like saying, okay, I have a free ticket to be a real b-hole. <laughs> be 
be a real knob. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm Deadpool. Look at me yeah. being wacky and annoying. No, it's just dumb and annoying. Yeah. But in the movies, I, Ryan Reynolds was the perfect choice the first time. He's the per- perfect choice this time. I'm curious to see what they do with Cable. Yeah. They're obviously playing him very straight, which mm-hmm. is the way it's supposed That's to be. <laughs> absolutely the way it's supposed yeah. to be. Um, I think I'm curious to see how many shots they take at the uh, Avengers films. Yeah. Because Josh Brolin is Thanos yeah. as well as Cable. Like, that's crazy that he is starring in two Marvel movies for two different studios. Well, then they and can two roles. They can get away with more now that Disney. Owns well, that's it. well, that too. Yeah. yeah, I guess I guess that's that is true. But it's. That that in itself is kind of fascinating, but I'm just curious to see how much of a shot they take at like other superhero films. That would be that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Which is why we need a Tick movie. I agree. Have you seen the second half of the <laughs> no, Tick I series? No, I haven't watched it yet. Is out. I keep seeing out. trailers for it. Yeah, I need to I, watch it. I need to sit down and watch it because they're so great. That first, the first half of that Tick season was so good. They did it in such a different way than mm-hmm. I expected. That's still really funny. It worked. Yeah. It absolutely worked. They they took it in like a premium, like a HBO series kind of direction while still being very funny. Yeah. And that's... Or like AMC, like an AMC show. Mm-hmm. And that's not a direction they've ever taken the tick. Yeah. Even in the comics, his... Outside of the original run, which only lasted like, I think, 11 issues, it was very episodic. And even those first couple issues, there were a lot of like one-offs within the main story arc. But yeah, this it. Who knew you could tell a straight story with, like one big long story with the tick? Who would have thought? But yeah, Deadpool two looks really good, and I'm um super 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 excited for it. Um, you know, we just mentioned the Avengers movies. We should probably. That's like oh, yeah, there was something. A trailer. Yeah. Yeah. There we was didn't a trailer talk about for that. that trailer. And yeah. we also didn't write it on the board, but we should probably we talk, should probably about, talk it. about it. Yeah. That trailer was good. Yeah. It was a really good trailer. Um, they better not kill Dr. Strange or I'll be very upset. Yeah. That was a pretty, pretty good joke with uh, Spider-Man at the end. Yeah. That was... Oh, we're using our, our made up name. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad we got a shot of Thanos in the helmet, which is something that he has been missing. You're right. Yeah, he had the helmet and the shoulder pads, and that was really cool. Uh, I liked uh, Star-Lord's little bit about the plan sucks. Yeah. My plan, I'll come up with a plan, and it'll be better. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm really, I guess I hadn't considered the possibility of Star Lord and Iron Man conversing at all in this film, but it's a thing that's definitely going to happen. And (laughs) I'm super excited for it. So how quickly into the film do you think uh, the vision's going to get knocked out? Oh, probably pretty quickly because you know he's gonna. Yeah. Because he's got that stone in his head. He's got the soul gem. That's right. It's not going to be there for very long. Plus, I'll let you in on a little comic secret, a little, you know, a little background, you know, you know, under the table comic (laughs) secret. Anytime there is a huge crossover event the vision is always one of the first ones to get destroyed (laughs) it's almost to the point where it's a running gag because he's a robot and at the end of the event he just rebuild him yeah so it's a way to get a cheap death in there that has no consequence basically 
And it seems as though it's going to happen here as well. Yeah. Do you think anybody, any big names other than the Vision? Well, Vision's not really a big name. Uh, well, Paul the... Bettany's a pretty big name. And I mean, Vision, he's he's big enough, I, w- I would say. He's been a, the crux of two. He's been a major crux of two separate Avengers-ish movies. True. Um, I don't know. I just don't care for him. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, he's... He's nobody's favorite Avenger. I, I agree like, with that. Just like Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of Hawkeye, Hawkeye, it looked like uh, there were some set photos that it looked like he's going to be wearing a slightly modified costume. And huh. the comics there for a while, um, Clint Barton went under the name Ronin, which was kind of a uh, like a ninja-esque, like with a full face mask and stuff. Um, the persona what had been used by about three or four different characters it's basically if you're a ninja style character like like your daredevils or your hawkeyes that needs to lay low and not be in the public eye for a bit you use the the you become ronin. you become ronin basically and it looks almost like he's using that which would make sense because they've established that he has like a family yeah and of all the avengers characters he's probably the one that would be like i think i'd rather not have my face out there yeah. i think that's a pretty good idea i know there was apparently a uproar that he wasn't in the trailer who cares? And I saw a headline like Hawkeye fans upset that I'm like there are Hawkeye fans. There's no Hawkeye fans. Yes, yeah, no. Like... I, I take that back. There are Hawkeye fans, the ones that read the Matt Fraction run because that's really good. Yeah, well, that's that's an entirely different Hawkeye. Yeah, it's true. It is. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. It is. Um, but yeah, do you think they're gonna knock out any of the Avenge any of the the main characters early in this film, or do you think they're gonna wait until Avengers four? To I, take out any of the characters. I think it'll mostly be for. I'm sure somebody's gonna die though. So it's, yeah. I'm really hoping it's not Doctor Strange. But then again, if any of them are gonna die and come back, it's gonna be Doctor it's gonna Strange. It's gonna be Doctor Strange. Very true. I am curious to see what they end up doing with the actors whose contracts are up after Avengers Four. We already know um uh Robert Downey Jr. is done after four. Also, and Chris Evans Chris have just Evans. recently said this is a news item. He just that we said, have. yeah, that he's done <laughs> after four. And I would almost venture a guess that Scarlett Johansson's probably going to be done after Avengers 4 as oh, well. Oh, probably. Hemsworth um, has said he'll do it. He'll keep doing it if they keep having him. Yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, Thor 3 had such a high, like, it was such a big turnaround for the for the yeah. series. It was his, basically his it was basically a reboot for Thor. Practically. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell he was having a blast on that set. That was a that great film, it was so. a great movie. It was a good movie. It was a really good movie. But no, I don't see them killing off Doctor Strange because they can at least milk Ben and Jerry Cumberbatch for another And he's um, only had one movie. Yeah, they can milk him for at least another film. Uh, same thing with Tom Holland for Spider-Man. Isn't that a weird thing to say? He's only had one feature film. That is, <laughs> yeah, that that does that does feel. But that's a little very weird. much how these movies work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't. I could see a. I hate to say it. Hmm. I hate to say it, but because there is a huge battle sequence set in Wakanda, in Avengers Three, I bet you there's going to be some named character from black panther that's probably going to eat it oh yeah and that's not a good thing not really especially how one how great 
Black Panther yeah, was. Yeah, and how two. much everybody's loved it and everybody's attached to those characters. Yeah, that's not... Just from the one movie. Like, what's the over-under on Okoye? Yeah, that, that's very likely. It's and not... it's very sad because yeah. she was an excellent character. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be Shuri because they've obviously got plans they for They have her. plans for Shuri, sure. <laughs> they sure do. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. So I said it. It's a good dad joke in there. Yeah, hey, I'm, it's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm one of two dads, so <laughs> yeah. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking forward to three. I'm looking forward to four. I, Again, like I said, I'm really interested to see how they write out some of the big name characters that now are... now does captain marvel show up in three or four um if she shows up in three it's going to be an after credits i bet oh yeah she'll definitely because that's like the next big movie it's the next one and the oh, captain the... marvel film is set during uh iron man 2 i think it's set like chronologically back before avengers 2 even i, I, think, I thought it took like place that. during the 90s i think does at it? least part of it, yeah. I think at least, yeah, you know what? I think you're right. At least part of it does take place in the 90s, but I think part of it also takes place kind of throughout, I think. I think that's the case. But yeah, I bet she's going to pop up in a post, yeah, um, <laughs> post-credit. I, You know what? Actually, here's a prediction. Chris Evans said he's done after Avengers 4. Doesn't mean that he's an active participant in Avengers 4. Could be a flashback. What if it's the true. Hi- what if the, uh, the height of this movie is Thanos- just punches up Captain America into the ground and it ends with Bucky picking up the shield. That's very becoming possible. The next Captain America. So then you have like, I don't want to say force ghost or anything, but like flashbacks of cap. Yeah. Or like on a, you know, something that was recorded, like in the case of my untimely death, you know, you have to continue to assemble Avengers because you know, the world needs saving and America. <laughs> there's going to be a tape like from Spider-Man. Uh, homecoming yeah right yeah pretty <laughs> yes so i hear you're fighting an intergalactic warlord yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah i can um, see them knocking him out early there, mm-hmm. there's precedent for them killing captain america there is there really is or if not kill him off entirely have thanos use like uh, mix of the time and soul stones to take the years back that he kind of had that extended his life. So Ooh, he ends so, up with yeah. old man, Steve Rogers, which they've also done in the comics. Um, there for a while, he was the um, um, director of shield as uh, old man, uh, Steve Rogers. And that was actually a pretty interesting run. Yeah. I, you know, there's not much else because we're just wildly speculating yeah, on like, at this everything. point. We're just like, yeah, yeah. But hey, let's uh, wildly speculate on some other stuff. How about uh, that John Favreau Star Wars, huh? That's going to be a thing. That is this a thing. This was on our docket for last week that we didn't get to. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> guess what? There's actually nothing to it other yeah. than John Favreau has said that he's signed on for some... Um, Star Wars TV show. TV. That's going to be not on TV, but streaming. Yeah. Um. Great. Okay. Yeah, sure. More Star Wars. Star I've Wars always kind of wished there was a Star Wars TV show. Sure. Yeah, yeah as long yeah. as it's good. Yeah, a weekly dose of Star Wars instead of waiting a year. Yeah. There is literally no other news about it other than it's a thing that's happening. I'm I wonder, cool with it. Yeah, I wonder where in the timeline it'll be. I, <laughs> hopefully not prequel. Uh, yeah, era. well, well, unless they do something within the prequel era that will kind of kind of 
fix it right the ship <laughs> yeah. a little bit yeah um post rebels maybe yeah so maybe post rebels post rebels i don't pre, know um yeah maybe I'm just wildly flailing again. in the wind on again this. yeah wild speculations that's <laughs> that is this show this week is wild speculations um if we wanted to go more wild speculation we talked about banjo kazooie possibly appearing in smash brothers sure okay uh, the the Xbox PR guy, Phil Spencer, when asked if they would let Banjo be in Smash Brothers by yeah, some internet dude, yeah, he said, "Yeah, I'd love it." Of course, they're not doing anything else with the character. Yeah, and it's free advertising for Microsoft. Yeah, for a character they never used. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, that's cool. I can see all of the attacks. Yeah, I mean, they, they'd work really well in the game. Sure, sure. I just, I just don't see the benefit for Nintendo of having this 10-year-old character who hasn't... Unless, he's more than 10 years old, but he mm-hmm. hasn't been relevant in 10 years. I would rather see Ukulele yeah. show up in, because... And it would be almost the exact same character. Because they are. They are. They They're have, the exact they same have a lot of the same moves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ukulele is just an all right game, but... <laughs> but... But still, it would almost be the ultimate, like, Hey, screw you to Microsoft saying by yeah. putting ukulele in the game and not Banjo Kazooie. And it supports the the Switch being such an indie games mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. Which it's really become I just had a crazy thought. What if they put Shovel Knight in That'd, Smash? That would be rad. That would be super He would rad. work really Great. well. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Down B could dig a hole and something could come out. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> oh yeah. His over B would be the the glove. The dirt punching glove. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, here's something I would like to talk about for uh three minutes. Give me three minutes on this one. Okay, Cody? <laughs> oh, is it oh okay. Yes. You know what I'm talking getting to. All right. Yeah, get your hand on the button. I'm gonna talk about some Power Rangers. <laughs> so uh Boom Studios for the last couple of years has been putting out this um uh comic line for the uh, Power Rangers series. Thank you for turning the light on. I just on. turned the light on. I, I realized we were sitting here in the dark. You were sitting here in the dark. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Um, and they've, they've run through a couple of different major storylines. One of the more recent ones was one in which um, Zack the Black Ranger and Billy the Blue Ranger traveled into the a possible fu- a potential future where Tommy stayed evil after the Green with Evil saga and sided with Rita and ended up like conquering <laughs> like, the earth. Like Green with Evil. Yeah. It's such a terrible name, and it's such a big point in Power Rangers. Like it's a lore. huge, yeah, it's yeah. a huge, huge, and, and you such know, a dumb name. It happens within the first eighteen episodes of the entire se- That's right, series. It does. It happens super quick. It seems like it happens later in the series. Anyway, Tommy in the book. It um, doesn't even make sense that things are not green with evil. It's not. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Nothing makes sense ever, forever and ever, and never makes sense. Anyway, Tommy um, stays evil, uh, conquers you know the Earth basically with Rita, and also manages to absorb both the Green and White Ranger energies, becoming his own special thing called Lord Draken, and not the Light Green Ranger. And not the Light Green Ranger. No, he doesn't. He doesn't <laughs> become the like the yes the uh, like pastoral Green yeah. Ranger. No, the um, Shamrock Shake <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so anyway, that that storyline was really good. Lord Draken was a really really popular character, and uh, Kyle Higgins 
uh, who has been the writer for, on the book the entire for this entire run, is starting up his next arc, and it's called the arc is called Shattered Grid. It's a really ambitious, really interesting storyline because the comics have all focused mainly on the original five, the original team with Jason and Trini and Zach and, you know, the rest. Um, Billy and Kimberly. I should probably say there's only two more. I should probably say them. The the only Power Rangers people really care about. Well, yeah. No, yeah, I I guess you're right. But um, this storyline is going to tie in, like, all of the Rangers from all of the seasons, essentially, which is really interesting because after a certain point, the show stops caring about continuity. Uh, after Lost Galaxy, um, which was like its sixth or seventh season, I think, something like that. Actually, it is the sixth or seventh, depending on whether the Alien Rangers you count as a miniseries or its own season. There's arguments, who cares? Um, after that, it's a new Earth where the Power Rangers are brand new. There's it, no previous it anything. Reboots itself, it reboots basically. itself every year. Yeah. And what this is going to do is it's going to tie all those. It's treating it as a multiverse kind of idea and different Rangers from different timelines and different um, universes and stuff are going to start crossing over back and forth. It's going to get real comic booky. It's going to get incredibly <laughs> comic booky. And they're all going up against the returned might of Lord Draken and his like death zords from the future <laughs> and to cap this off to start it off there was a two minute um live action trailer that was direct written and directed by kyle, kyle higgins uh starring jason david frank in a bad cosplay of <laughs> lord draken the character looks great on the page but boy oh boy does jdf look dumpy in the trailer <laughs> But the trailer itself is actually really neat. Like they have him. Yeah. Like, he's like looking at all these different like weird mystic like portals showing like real life clips from all the different seasons of the of Power Rangers. And you have everything all the way up through um, Dino Charge, the one of the newest seasons. And it's the trailer itself is actually really neat looking. It kind of made me excited for the for the story arc, which is what it's supposed to do. So it succeeded yeah, there. <laughs> it worked. The only thing is, yeah, uh, they, they were trying JDF was man. He was trying to trying to hide that paunch and boy, oh boy, <laughs> con life must be treating him well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not looking like he could, uh, karate chop some boards while skydiving. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 The, Storyline actually started this past Wednesday. The first issue of it just re- was just released. So, you know, you can go to the comic shop and pick this up. It's, you know, a couple bucks. Um, if you care anything about Power Rangers, you don't have to be a super fan like me. They they do a really good job uh, explaining, like, storylines and stuff like that. I'd say pick it up. Might be fun. Might be fun to read. I don't know. <laughs> read a comic. Read a comic, everybody. Read a comic. Uh, you know what? We got one more to talk about. We're only going to talk about it for a minute because we're running short on time. But we have to mention this because we are all Toys R Us kids at heart. Unfortunately, Toys R Us is going out of business. Is no more. It, they're, they're done. They went from, well, we're going to close some stores. Uh, we're going to close all the non-U.S. stores. Mm-hmm. And now it's we're just going to close just gonna all close the them stores. All. Yeah, and that's incredibly sad. I'll be honest, growing up, we didn't go to Toys R Us a ton. Yeah, me either. But it was always a treat it when was, you did it get was, to go. It was a special treat. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And as an adult toy collector, I know I would wander through every once in a while just to see what, you know, yeah, what's was, in there. It's always cool. It's still fun. It was still fun to go there. And I oh, mean, yeah. And um, I'm going to be sad to see it go. Yeah. There's not a lot of dedicated toy stores around these days that aren't like mom and pop yeah, style. Yeah, sh- that aren't like uh, Big Fun. Yeah, Big Fun. Which right. the main Big Fun is also closing. That's, that one's also closing. But not yeah. the Columbus one. That's sticking around. Uh, that's cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy for that. But yeah, it's um kind of an end of an era kind of situation and I'm I'm feeling sad about it. Yeah, I mean, I understand it, you can go online and like pick up anything you want from Toys R Us for cheaper. But you at least get to see it at Toys R Us. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can always walk through and just kind of dream and go, "Man, yeah. that'd be cool to have." And they always had exclusives too. They did. Yeah. You would occasionally see something and be like, "I didn't know that." Was the thing? Yeah, you know that means we're probably gonna get see more exclusive show up in like Targets and Walmart's and that's like true. GameStops and stuff like that. And those are always real hit hit or miss because at least at Toys R Us, you know, toys are their like main focus. How how is Toys R Us gone, but GameStop still around? GameStop and Think Geek are the same company. Yeah, and Think Geek sells enough niche stuff. Uh, that's my guess. I mean, I. Because if you go in any GameStop nowadays, it is more of a toy store than it is a video game yeah, but, store. But, but then again, they're always busy. True. Whereas Toys R Us, I mean, that, you, you pick any given day and it's usually dead in yeah. there. Yeah. There's a lot of hardcore gamer types that seem to think that they have to buy video games there, which yeah. I never understood. Yeah, true. But <laughs> I, I think Toys R Us's biggest problem was it was bought out by some... Um, Horrible vulture capitalists. Mm-hmm. That, they pretty much bought it, gutted it, and and are just and just letting it. And crumble. now they're getting their multi million dollar bonuses while they, the whole thing burns down around them. Yeah, yeah. it's a bunch of garbage. It is. It is. Um, and kids are not going to have toy stores because of it. Yeah, and that's a real bummer. Uh, just so some douchey CEOs can make a billion dollars, <laughs> yeah. and then a whole bunch of regular. Folks lose their job. It's a shame. <laughs> it's it, like thirty thousand jobs are just gone. I know. It's it's a shame, but uh, but no. I mean, everyone go out there one last time and and go check out a, a Toys R Us that's near you. Plus, why not? You know, yeah, discounts coming. Yeah, discounts. Yeah. I mean, the saddest discount. Yeah, I'll have a single tear in my eye when I buy my cheap Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard rumor that uh, they're talking about bringing KB Toys back though. Seriously? So, yeah. Like a phoenix from the ashes of Toys R Us. Wow, they could put her in right next to the Suncoast video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I miss Suncoast, too. I do, too. Yeah. I like that story. Yeah, me, too. Me, too. All right. Well, hey, um, we've actually hit time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Oh, geez. How are we going to do this? Um, you can also follow us on all kinds of social medias. Uh, Nerd Overload now on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. And Twitch. And Twitch. Yep. You can also email the show, staff at nerdoverload.com. We're always interested in um, taking listener suggestions for topics, um, answer any questions. We've, you know, I think in the entire time we've run this show, I think we've had like two questions asked for the show. If, if that, I would love to have a question segment. Yeah. That would pretty be please, rad. pretty pleased for me. <laughs> Do you need advice? 
on your life, yeah, maybe we could help you out. If you love me or have ever loved me, please <laughs> send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. We'll answer your question. It'll be anything. We'll yeah. answer anything. Why not? Don't know what to do about that guy that sits next to you at work and chews too loud? Ask us. <laughs> we might have an answer. Um, and we are also on YouTube, Nerd, Over- Nerd Overload TV on YouTube. That's right. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and just about anywhere else a podcast can be found. You can find our podcast. And uh, don't forget, we're also on WZMOFM.com. Um, uh, we don't mention that very often, but uh, that is a place that we are aired live-ish uh, on Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. So check us out over there if you want to get it before it goes online everywhere else. Uh, So anyway, um, thank you again for listening to the show, and we will be back next week. Pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes.